I don't know if you guys Oof. noticed, I've been trying to up our uh, social media engagement. I've been yeah. liking the You post. posted pictures of my wireless keyboard without my permission. <laughs> I demand restitution. <laughs> all right, I'll send you all the profits from that post. Ben, o- Kevin owns your likeness now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when you joined the pod, we signed away a lot of our rights. Those are my Ritz crackers crumbs on that table. You had no right to display that. <laughs> if you slow down that Spanish flea song, that is actually me <laughs> stating. <laughs> reading. <laughs> reading out of various litany of contracts. Yeah. Welcome to episode 64 of Rouge One, the St. Erho's Day episode, the COVID-19 episode, the quarantine episode, the social distancing episode, the St. Patrick's Day episode. There's a lot going on. It's a busy week. Wow. Most of it's terrible. We'll be spent inside. (laughs) I'm uh, the father of St. Erho, Kevin Yost. I'm Quest 64 was a pretty good game, Ben Rogers. <laughs> I'm leaving the um, data files of these podcasts in my drawer in case somebody finds them in 150 years. Matt Gould. Is he fading away? Yeah, into you're the distance? already cutting out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fading away. <laughs> yeah, just farther and farther into the abyss. No, I said what I said. <laughs> okay. What's- hey, yo, this is DJ Corona Killer. Check out my new album, One China Policy, coming out this St. Patrick's Day. Listen to it while you're stuck at home. And you're not listening to this podcast. Suds. Where are you? Corona Killer is definitely a hard second after Rouge One and then everything else, distant third. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, while you're staying at home, also check out our Instagram and our Twitter and our Facebook <laughs> at Rouge One Podcast. And uh, send us an email at Rouge One Podcast at gmail.com. Eventually we'll get a TikTok. Yeah, eventually we'll and, get and a don't... website. Sud. <laughs> <laughs> Promises. Promises were made. And laziness was delivered. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Corona run one. Hashtag you're going to see every inch of our homes because we're going to be so bored. We're going to post in, like every square inch on Instagram. <laughs> I guess now is the best time to start my Marion Wilmanson fight stick art. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You can go from zero skill to, to <laughs> Picasso. Time to, yeah. to actually catch up on laundry. <laughs> ben, don't you think it's time for you to write your great American novel, Billy and the Clonosaurus? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, gonna say, I was gonna say, Fievel goes west. Oh yeah, Windows Ten. Are you gonna update later and make my computer better? I don't believe it's you. It's a trap. It's <laughs> a trap. Uh, so Sud's been dealing uh, the longest with 
uh, this <laughs> train wreck of what a strange order corona quarantine uh, so let's go ahead and check in with him to ground zero yeah <laughs> dude I do like this uh, just to sing Kent everyone here is dead uh, back <laughs> to <Number> you five. <laughs> True. There's about six people left in Seattle. The town's been overrun by bears. Bears and coronavirus zombies. <laughs> uh, Seattle's good. It's been really pretty. So this self quarantine's been really awful, which means I broke quarantine, dodged some of those uh, bubbles that freeze you. Remember that, Ben? <laughs> I do. I do remember well, I don't know bubbles. what that movie's a reference to, but it kills Mo- Mo- Mole Man. But I dodged <laughs> yes. those. Isn't that like Logan's Run? Yes. Yeah, oh, it is Logan's Run. run. the prisoner. What is? Oh. The prisoner's the one with the bubbles? I think so. Okay. Oh, Logan's Run's the, like, ble- beeping thing. Yes, it is 100% the British TV show, The Prisoner. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Kevin? All right, I know well, we got that cleaned from up from reboot. Yeah. <laughs> God Kevin. damn it! They wow. also did an entire episode that was a parody of The Prisoner, much like uh, <laughs> The Simpsons did. <laughs> the Simpsons so, did it, dude. But like, Pop is culture. was did did reboot have comedy episodes? Yes, totally. It absolutely. Okay. Anytime I mean, those I would two say like, blue and red robots showed up, pre- it was yeah, comedy. Pretty gold. much, I would most I would episodes say before a good Matrix. portion of the show is comedy. Yeah, it's like parodies in a like lighthearted sense. Yeah, because like the I first, thought it was an action like even, show. Kind even of. Even fucking like Bruce Campbell as Ash shows up. Yeah. So like the way it went in was a kids show. First two seasons, it was like there was some action, but it was like comedy action kind of thing and then after the first two seasons it got cancelled on ABC kept going in Canada and they didn't have nearly the strict censors so it started becoming a shit ton of really like obvious parodies so you had like Looney Tunes parody uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead parody Elvira parody uh, James Bond parody Wacky Racers parody (laughs) Um, are these like the Enzo's a little bastard years these are Enzo. Bob is gone, and Enzo is a kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is but Enzo. Okay. Also grew up. Yeah, that's such a weird arc for a show. So it was serious at first, and then became a comedy, and then became a serious again. Serious is the wrong word. It just oh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Say Erho <laughs> demands tribute. Because once, uh, once Matrix comes along, it definitely has like a much more serious plot-based structure. I'm sorry, Matrix the movie or Matrix? No, Matrix like, the character. Okay. Which one's Matrix? Uh, Big Enzo. Oh, that's Big Enzo. I thought that was just Enzo. <laughs> no, he has to have a cool name. <laughs> that's who Enzo turns into when he does the time skip. Right, that's what I, I just thought it was Enzo. I didn't realize his name was Matrix. Yeah, and he's Jesus. got the mermaid girlfriend in the hot pants. <laughs> well, because he's just going by his last name. His name was always Enzo oh, Matrix. <laughs> got it. But people don't call me Enzo. I'm off to college. Just call don't me Matrix. Don't call me Enzo. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a whole psychological. My name is thing Rainwater it, now. Yes. <laughs> is someone eating plastic in the background? No, I was just moving my chair around. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had to grab my bubbly drink. Okay. 
<laughs> it's vital. I'm parched. Those I'm bubbles. Parched. We were just warned about them. It just made me think that someone was eating like the box from a box of spinach, and I was like, that can't be good. <laughs> I'm out of options already. <laughs> That was a very rough eight hours, Matt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Plenty of roughage. <laughs> All right, son. So uh, you had me recap reboot for you. <laughs> what else? Yeah, did that you was do a stra- that was a long transition. I forgot it was Isn't that like what was... most of this show is about, though? Like, why do you actually know about any of my week was just that he rewatched reboot? I forgot it was. <laughs> yeah, Sunday. like I don't, I would rather just talk about various vagaries of our lives yeah, than so... anything I've done. I like it because the first two seasons are definitely the weakest. Like the first season, <laughs> Seth asked me a question. I got to an answer. That's also part of the it's contract you all agree to in every episode. Uh, the first season is kind of whatever. Like the episodes are all fairly standalone and are like fine. Um But like the so second megabytes been in here the whole time and it's been like a comedy show. Again, comedy show is it's it's more like a less plot based avatar, you know. Like that's not a okay. comedy show or an action show in like the first season. Yeah, it's a show for idiots. Sure, yeah, <laughs> that's what the first season of reboot is. And okay. then the second season gets like they start to get a plot, and then the third season they didn't have to deal with censors anymore, <laughs> so it got and then they got rid of a plot. There's still. So, kind of a plot, but less so than the end of season uh-huh. two. And then it gets super plot heavy. The first like five episodes of up. season two don't have a super hard plot. It's mostly just like side, like Megabyte doing shit behind the scenes while Enzo tries to not die. Okay. In Looney Tunes and shit. Yeah. In Looney Tunes Got and James it. Bond and... Evil Dead. And when, Samurai Jack. <laughs> and when does uh, Glitch Bob come back? Uh, season three. Yeah, like near the end of season it's... three. How many seasons are there? Five? Four. Six? Four? Technically, <laughs> now six. But oh, yeah. Yeah. really, there are oh. four. <laughs> I'm sorry, wait. The, the live action one was like a continuation of the yeah, story? Yeah, it's got two seasons. Yeah, Bob shows up at the very last episode. Yeah. Whoa. Bob and the other characters show. So Megabyte is the bad guy for that entire show. But the last episode, Bob and Dot and Hexadecimal and fucking everybody else shows up. Uh, but they don't actually address anything uh, that happened in the fucking cliffhanger. Notice that how we just don't care four. about spoiler- spoilers. Just like. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Did you just shit yourself? <laughs> it was a very like fart impressive noise. rendition. <laughs> yeah. Fart noise, well done. Well, you know, <laughs> that was that was worthy of an Oscar. Oh my God, <laughs> master of the wet fart. I guarantee you, it was fake. <laughs> we have no proof of this. Post your underwear on Rouge One at Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag coronavirus. <laughs> uh, cool. So what you recommend reboot? I do recommend reboot. Not- <laughs> I, I could pick like reboot. two or three episodes from season one you should watch and then just start in season two. 
Like if you're that oh, worried really? about <laughs> being objective, objected, uh, <laughs> subjected. Kevin's machinima <laughs> cut. Yeah. Uh, how many episodes has Kara watched? Uh, she watched most of two and three with me. Damn. Yeah. And then she's got bored. And then Very. we just like forgot. <laughs> okay. Probably something else came back on Netflix and we didn't go back. Fair enough. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. So that was my week, Ben. <laughs> uh, I, no, I, I broke quarantine today. I've been going on a bunch of bike rides with Emily. Emily got a bike. That was been super fun. It's been great in Seattle. And it's super frustrating how beautiful it's been outside while everything shut down. Uh, you know, all the bars and restaurants have been closed and social distancing is real. And boy, do I hate working from home. Um, I just... <laughs> Because, like, the problem is that, like, especially when you can work from home, like, people expect you, not an expectation, you just get into a groove of, like, waking up, working, and then, like, you don't stop because your homes become your workplace. And I really just need that distance. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have found a ton of time to do a bunch of stuff. Um, In the sound uh, system front, I have become, like, a full convert to Sonos. So I spent a bunch of time just setting up a bunch of like Sonos systems and wire and like sort of like creating a, a network for my Sonos speakers in every room in my new home. And the really cool thing is that I got uh, the these Logitech uh, wireless. What's what's so funny, Ben? Is it just imagining you playing the Doom soundtrack and walking through your house like Doom guy? <laughs> You're <laughs> not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I'm imagining said listening to the Doom soundtrack in the one chair in the middle of the room, like that old <laughs> speaker commercial. Oh his wow! Ties flying. Just like slumped back with his yeah, <laughs> with all the lights with his, off, with his face blown off. <laughs> Or like the scene in Breaking Bad when Jesse gets the new sound system and he's just like staring at the lights. Oh yeah, because he's just so upset and like playing that. They're playing that game that's real but not really. Yeah, I have to say, like I, you know, I got a 4K TV and really nothing I've played on the 4K TV has felt like I've justified that purchase necessarily. Doom will. Doom. Are you playing on PC or? PS4. I tried my PS. I tried my PC today. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit later, and that was good. The PS4 obviously can't output 4K. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure your TV is Xbox... upresing it to some extent, but right, it's just not that. You need great, a PS4 you know, Pro. Yeah. To get n- natively, yeah. Um, but like, honestly, just like the sound system makes me feel like anytime I'm thinking about like gaming, it's just hard to not have that surround sound system it just it's i don't know if any of you guys have played like a bunch of games in surround sound i have not until recently oh yeah wait you guys have i remember um parker has surround sound system in his little basement and playing call of duty on that was pretty freaking intense yeah, I, I don't remember. If I, I don't know if I remember that. Oh, in in this basement, of his parents' house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like, that's just a really cool experience, and it's like just hard to go back to that. But anyway, I wanted to do a quick review of these new of these new Logitech uh, wireless game pads. Let me pull up the exact specs. Uh, Logitech G nine ten, I think it's called. Yeah. So this is. Um, 
this is like really cool. I think I guess they just started like really going after uh the razor. Um like razors like offerings. Um I got the G10 Clavier. I think that's how you pronounce it. Clavier, Clavier. But uh it's a mechanical wireless mechanical keyboard and I have a Steam link, so I just wanted to try that out. Um and I've just been like completely blown away by how good it has been. Um and just like it is just a really awesome wireless keyboard. Um the the Logitech Wireless Pro gaming mouse is also really great too. And like just together, um if 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 anyone's listening who wants to get into like a uh, like a, a living room gaming situation with a PC, highly recommend it. It the problems I had with the tart was that like I felt that there were too many signals that go through in a living room that just kept interrupting the uh like the, the input and the feedback, and that was like really off-putting. But um, this was awesome. I was playing Prey, uh, and it felt like I was playing on my desktop in upstairs. It was, it was really, really great. I don't know if I've, I've played, always, like... Um, I was going to say, I've always gone for Logitech um, devices. And they, yeah. You know... Yeah, I mean, they're, it's also they're by and large part. really solid. Mm-hmm. They're really solid. They're also not named like fucking Naruto characters like Death Adder <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> Razorback. Yeah, Death they Slice also, X32. Like, they have like really high end products and they do also have like really good budget devices. Like, yeah. if you just, if you just need a freaking headset, a headset, you yeah. can get like a cheap, like, 1999 Logitech headset and it will do and, and you know it's good right and yeah, that's yeah what, exactly I'm so no, happy like they got Logitech into the gaming space literally right now is mostly broken and it lasted longer than my red dragon one that I got <laughs> oh your so, mouse like, I had that I had that same mouse for a while no my headset oh yeah you also had a red dragon headset so I, I, yeah I, I, I just think like it someone has needed to like the razor space is a good space like it makes sense to me that you want like specific tactile like mouse and keyboards um but like razor is fine i just think that there could be competition right like if we believe you know in in sort of like the the best outcomes are when that you have like multiple products competing against each other i don't understand how it's been like fucking 20 years before like someone else has really like explored the space yeah so i was yeah really blown away by that i i did notice prey looking pretty fantastic um and albeit it was streamed through steam link so i don't really know exactly what that does in terms of like the visual fidelity Mm. i'm sure it's not as good as a direct connection but that looked really good on the 4k tv um and i would talk a little bit about prey prey is fucking awesome and it bumps me out a few years ago it did. Yeah. yeah it was in yeah. Wasn't it the also like in development? F- didn't it also have like a? Wasn't it in development forever? It they had to like cr- restart it several times. Yeah. Is that the game where you you start out as like a a Native American on like almost like a reservation? The, okay, that is the original premise. That is the original premise. And you get like abducted by aliens. Again, yes, all of that is true. <laughs> this prey. <laughs> But it's like you're a you're a cleaner on a spaceship, just killing aliens that can disguise as regular stuff. Yeah. So they completely reworked it. It the only thing it shares is the name. 
Like the idea, wow. like all the stuff that you mentioned is not relevant anymore. <laughs> Damn. It's like it's like they were trying to make Torok and just completely missed. <laughs> it's I like if Torok like... was like it, it's like if Torok was like a roller coaster tycoon game. You're like, what? How did this happen? Like... Yeah, yeah. I remember we started like at a, a. How do we end up here? Like a thirty minute demo of that opening and shit. Like I was like, oh, I know what this game is, but I guess I have no mm-hmm. fucking clue what this game is. You pr- praise fucking rad, dude. It's, it's so I mean, cool. the first pr- pretty, the original yeah. premise seemed pretty rad to me. It was like, you know, it, it was, like, was, and it went nowhere. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> right. Um. Wish. But yeah, p- play, played a little bit of uh, Prey. I think like the first 30 minutes of Prey are some of the best, like is one of the best gaming openings of all time because it's got, it's like a really cool self-contained story. Like how it all like turns on you, I guess, as the player. So if you, if you don't know what that opening is, like you could watch it on YouTube and it would be pretty awesome, you know? So I highly recommend that. I mean, it's for 30 minutes, you're going to have a great time. Just even watching a Let's Play, it's fine. Um, okay. But the game so itself the is, is really is good. not some fucking um, Kojima-esque 30-minute cutscene. No. You're just saying the opening no, 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 of the no, no, game no. is really good. The opening of the game... Okay, no, it is not like Death Stranding where it opens a 30-minute like, cutscene. If you just were to play like the first 30 minutes of the game, it's a really great self-contained story. Just like just generally like what you're experiencing in that first thirty minutes. Gotcha. So like even if you didn't want to buy the game, it's, I think it's cheap on PS Plus right now. Like you have like double discounts or whatever going on. But um, like just watch a let's play of the first thirty minutes. It's great. So I played the first thirty minutes of that in surround sound. That is one of the few games where I would say yes, it's also really good on on console. PC is where it sings. Kind of like how Control is just really fantastic on PC, less mm-hmm. so on on consoles. Prey, like just the way that it maps to the keyboard and the layout is just a dream. I love, love, love PC games that really take advantage of like a great keyboard uh, layout, unlike the typical like WASD bullshit. You know, just like, okay, well, this could be anything. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, did that. Um, And then I have two things that I think both me and Ben have experienced and played a lot of. Um, ben, do you want to talk about Neo Two first, or do you want to talk about uh, Castlevania first? I have, I can't, I cannot interject on the on the castle on the Neo. <laughs> oh, I thought you pre-ordered it. Yeah, but I canceled my pre-order when all this shit went down. Oh, fair enough. Okay, um, <laughs> I played like ten hours of Neo Two. Um, that game's nice. awesome. It's really, really good. It's. I hear the menu system is a bitch. So I don't. <sighs> I don't, so, like, Neo, the first Neos are a really great game that is hampered by its Diablo loot system. And my understanding was that, like, in the expansions, they did a bunch of stuff to, like, fix it. And, like, there was a lot of, like, you know, loot streamlining and things like that. And if that's the case, like, this... I guess is an improvement, but like from my memories of Neo, it doesn't feel that way. So like every time I'm getting a weapon, I just don't care. Like there's just so much like loot. It's yeah, like drained on me. It out you, mm-hmm. so then, yeah, it loses its it, wow there's factor. So that's many how, fucking that's stats. That's how Destiny too. 2 felt like for a while. 
You just get so many weapons that mean jack shit. Uh, kind of, but I guess at the end game of, of Destiny 2, it's just not an issue because like there's only a few guns that are meaning, meaningful, and if you don't have them, go die. You know, <laughs> like that's yeah. just how... That's just how, like, MMOs work, right? Yeah. But, like, Neo um, is, is it's really good game. Like, the, the combat is awesome. And, like, the amount of weapon variety is something that I just so desperately wanted in Sekiro. Um, and so <laughs> just, like, the act of, like, swinging uh, Kurosagami is really awesome. Like, the way that it swings um, and, Are like, the, the animations. Are like, difficult as... Sekiro. This game's way harder than Sekiro, I feel. Um, I, that's the other problem. Like, a lot of reviews are saying, like, oh, you'll become a god at the end. Ten hours, man. I do not feel like a god. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm struggling through this game. And I feel like I'm really good at, like, Dark Souls-esque games. Like, I've beaten all of them. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's me or if it's the game. But the, the, the first, like five levels like there was not a boss where like there was not a non-human character where i didn't just immediately die to like the first attempt and that's just grinding you know because it's like a mixture of like human characters and then like demons like there's no there's no like place where you're gonna fight like mostly demon it's always like a mix of both which doesn't really make sense to me like I, i really like worlds that are cohesive and, like, in this case, like, there are a bunch of bandits who are just around, and then I guess they're defending this demon. But it's like, why the fuck are you doing this? Like, none of this makes, like, a lot of narrative sense. I mean, you need uh, you, you need just, like, regular fucking humies, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, couldn't they be, like, monsters thing. or something? Yeah, like, couldn't that be anything else instead of just, like, some, like, half-bald, like, old man, <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's talking about if, like, you were playing Horizon Zero Dawn and you got to like a giant dinosaur and it was just being protected by like tribe people. And then there was like no reason <laughs> that like, yeah, the dinosaur wasn't just eating all of them. It, it was just very odd. Um, it games, beautiful, uh, like great sound. Um, I don't know if I'm going to beat it. Like everything about it is that I, I really do like, uh, I kind of wish I didn't buy this game. If only because like th- there's enough things about it that I just don't, don't feel like value my time like the the difficulty i feel like it's not just me i just think it's like this is just too it's tuned badly um the levels are boring (laughs) i hate games with boring levels like they're corridors um that you're just like exploring and looping around and i'm sorry i can't like sekiro already killed my desire to look at more japanese villages and like every (laughs) level is a japanese village that's been like slaughtered. Um, Is this gonna kill your want to play Ghost of Tsushima? I don't know. I mean, if I bet it's great. I, I it's just like Ghost of Tsushima is an open world game, so you have to have good level design in an open world game. Like you just do. You know, if it's like even Horizon Zero Dawn, like people don't think of that as like a pinnacle of like level design, but it actually is because if because mm-hmm. like the way that Horizon Zero Dawn is split is that you have, like, different distinct sections and dis- different distinct habitats that all have yeah. different, like, cl- climbing nooks and, like, ways you can, like, loop around and, and, like, survey where you are. Or Bloodborne. Like, Bloodborne's an open-world game, but it's, like, very tightly constricted so that you are, like, unlocking more spaces and you make these big loops, like, opening up and up and up. 
And Death Stranding is a great level design just because even though it is like a giant, you know, empty, desolate world, you have to think about how you're traversing everything. And it's clear that almost every like square mile has been meticulously thought out as to how you cross. And this one's just, it's just not that, you know, it's Mm -hmm. jarring to come from Death Stranding to a game where it's just like, okay, there are a bunch of enemies in this corridor. You have to kill them. Okay, cool. Okay, now there's this boss, and he's going to kick your ass, smash your shit in. You have to go back and have to kill those those enemies again. And it's like I mean, it reminds just... you of a, like a bunch of those like nameless like PS2 generation games where it was just like fucking hack yeah. and slash, you know? Yeah, like fucking Nanomancer or something. It's just like <laughs> I don't yeah. like. I get that this is like a DMC clone, but you could do better than this, you know? I it, like that stuff. Just is just really. It, it's really bothering me, and the only reason I bring it up is because, like, like I mentioned, huge investment in the surround sound. I want to be immersed in these worlds, and it's just hard to be immersed when I'm just going down a corridor, you know. And then to go down that same corridor, if that's like if I haven't died to like the mini boss at the end, where it means I have to go down that corridor, or if I kill that mini boss, my reward is some loot, which I don't care about because I'm going to get a bunch more loot later. And to go down a different corridor that's slightly shaded <laughs> differently, and yeah. it's just that's just really frustrating. Um, the boss design's really cool. They have like a lot of cool gimmicks that you can figure out. Um, I fought like a fire demon um, earlier this week that you can trick to like walk into water, and it like makes this steam come out, and it makes it a lot weaker. And that was cool. Like a lot of co- really cool designs that. You know, Inuyasha is not a good TV show, but it does have cool <laughs> monster designs. I feel like you know that like classic like <clears throat> Japanese demon type thing going on. Yeah. Um, so those look that looks really cool. And I will oh, say man. like so, some of this is on me. Like I could easily, I could easily spend more time to recruit people into the world and to play it. You know, to play with me. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to get the tools that you require to summon someone to help you. And though, like, every review has said, like, the way to play this game is to play it on your own. You know, don't, you know, that's where it, the combat and stuff is really sings. And it's just like, I I can't beat this game. Like, even <laughs> even the, everything I'm doing is just so hard, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it, I don't, I don't. I don't know how I feel, but like everything about it is is really great, except for the level design uh, and the loot system. And the loot system begets like awful menus, which beget like just too many stats. Like there's just too much granularity. Like I don't need to know, you know, like what percentage this blade can do par- paralysis because I didn't even know there was paralysis in the game. <laughs> like you can't just tell me like terms like Monster in- Hunter, but worse. It's like Monster Hunter, but worse because at least in Monster Hunter, like every weapon, like you're like, okay, this weapon can do this thing, right? That's cool. But like I pick up weapons that apparently do things that I don't know what they do. Like I don't know if paralysis is good. I don't know if poison's good. Is 5% resist to poison a good thing? I've never fought anyone with poison in the game. How much <laughs> like, poison do they need? You know, like it, is this a thing, you yeah. know? Um, it's so it's just. Too much, too many stats, and like I think it, I think Diablo gets away with it because like Diablo is the first of that kind of game with like that much loot that it's like ingrained to know sort of like what that stuff means. But this is doesn't play like Diablo; it plays like Dark Souls, you know, it plays like Sekiro. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think the, I think if they pared down the weapons a ton and like made like upgrade trees for your weapons. I mean, the depth of the combat here is on par with Devil May Cry. Like, easy. Like, you can do insane shit in this game. 
just like the attract mode. Like if you buy the game and just leave the controller down and just watch what like their testers or whatever are doing in the game, like combat wise, mm-hmm. pretty unreal. Um, but to get there, I'm just like, I'm going to hit this guy three times by pressing square three times and I have to run away because he might just one shot me. <laughs> and like leveling up health means nothing. Leveling up armor means nothing because I'm still like paper to these fuckers, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, so that's been an interesting experience to play something that I know is good uh, and yet fail so miserably at it. <laughs> um, but one thing that I know is fucking fantastic is Castlevania Season 3. Um, yeah. So, Ben, you want to take it away? I mean, yeah. I spent uh, this week watching Castlevania and being blissfully unaware of what was to come with my free time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had said it was so good. I wish I had saved it to in uh for uh the, the free the free time I'm about to have. But um you know, it's like this is the third season and it's still so fucking good. Okay, I have a couple of questions, Ben, that's like more like uh better or le- or worse than. Is it uh, better be- this or is the best this is the best season. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Let me go through my questions, okay? Is this better or worse than My Hero Academia? Uh, that's tough. <laughs> um, I think it's better for what it's worth. I would say it's, I mean, you know, it's hard. Like, are we comparing season to season? Or just no, overall? just in terms of like a to- uh, totality of it. Well, I mean, this is a way more unique story than My Hero. <laughs> Except know, it's been Hero told follows... several times now. Yeah, but now it's like animated and stuff. I've seen a billion superhero movies and superhero comics, you know? Mm. My Hero does do the usual tropes. It has some cool, unique twists on it, but it's not as unique, I would say, as the Castlevania storyline. Is this better or worse than Attack on Titan? I'm going to make some powerful enemies with these questions. <laughs> I think it's on par. Yeah, I'm, I would say on par. Um, this is like, it, it is so stunning. It is stunning what Netflix has done. Who's the animation team? I think it's some Korean animator, to be honest. It looks like it is, just one right? Guy. Yeah. Well, so just, that was also my thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's just but it, it's so smooth I love the animation like that one guy did a lot of work but like you know if Neo has amazing monster designs like the monster designs in Castlevania season 3 are fantastic and it, I love how all the uh, it, it, it is like what Berserk could be if oh, like, yeah, Berserk so did not That's like a, get yeah. if Berserk did not Suji complete a. get fucked over by its creators like cg anime yeah it's so dark and it's so like interesting and the the plot is the closest thing we're gonna get to a dark souls show (laughs) yeah it's like it's like any sort of like dark fantasy um is in this like you know it's better than the witcher show and i love the witcher show um h it's yeah it's got a lot of like um HP Lovecraftian shit with all the monsters and stuff yeah. like that. Um, what did you say? It's pretty easy to get into for people who have never yes. touched a Castlevania yeah, game? Yeah, totally. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. I, I think you will watch the first season and, like, watch the first season and you'll think, this is okay. 
watch the second season, you'll think it's incredible, and watch the third season, you'll think it's like genre defined. Like well, I was, I was more because I have played at least a handful of Castlevania games. I was more worried about trying to convince Kara. <laughs> No, no, no! It's so good. It's just it's, don't tell her it is based off a video game, and you'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it's it is think... fantastic. What, Matt? I think I remember trying to start the first season. We'll go back. Yeah, why did you stop? <laughs> um, I don't quite know. <laughs> okay. Maybe some, something else came time. out that was, you know, more important. Who knows? You guys and your stuff coming out is stopping you. I mean, like, Kevin, you would say that, like, Attack on Titan is on par with those early seasons of Game of Thrones, right? Early seasons of Game of Thrones? Yeah. Not before it became bad. Uh, I would say at least, like, season five. Like... I, I wouldn't say Hiraka is better than season, like, one, like, real early stuff. I, I, I mean Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan, yes. Specific, I would yeah. probably say that, yes. Uh, okay, I think this is just as good as Attack on Titan. I think it's, like, on par with any TV show I've seen. Yeah, it's like really the, good. The, on, the only thing that is, like, oh, it's different is, like, it's animated. You know, mm-hmm. if this wasn't animated, this would be up for Emmys. I think it's like the writing is that good. Yeah, the right. voice it's acting really is fucking incredible. And the stories take take these like awful dark turns that just really fit with the world um, that I, I really love. Um, I think it's so good. It's so, so good. And it's just so mind blowing that they took a story that really doesn't have much to it. You know, mm-hmm. like it blows my mind that it's on Netflix. Well, that Netflix gave the money for it. It's just like, I mean, like when the, by the time the first season came out, who were Castlevania fans? Like, in honest, <laughs> like you know, they, they there wasn't a good game that had come out. You know, yeah. and, uh, the one on the one on the uh, PS4 was pretty good. Lords of Shadow. Yeah, I like Lords of Shadow, but like I don't think that launched a million new Castlevania no, fans. No, definitely yeah. not. <laughs> Like, I think it was just a good game, you know? A ship that lost a thousand Castlevanias. It's just not like, like, Symphony of the Night is like, this is like game of the year, like, everyone's playing it. Like, that's just not what Castlevania's been. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. by the time the first season came out, there's just so much bad blood towards Konami. Yeah. You know? I mean, so what was like you have, even the last yeah. Castlevania game that came out, good or bad? Was it Lords of Shadow 2? Uh, that's new? Yeah. Oh, uh, that was terrible. Uh, that's like new, but they had the like the mix-up one on Xbox Live Arcade. Oh, I yeah. think it's Harmony of Dissonance. I think it's called. But that's like oh, that's yeah. like a it bunch was, of levels because from... it was short for HD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but Har- Harmony of Dissonance was just like a bunch of remix levels like put together. There's no plot to it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I I think it's awesome. The only thing I kind of wish that it did is like if we could have the other Belmonts in there. And it seems like we're just going to focus on Trevor Belmont. We're not going to see like his descendants, which is you know I'm I'm not necessarily for or against that because I really like Trevor. Let um, this let uh, let all these stories wrap up and then maybe like you know Castlevania two or something. We'll see. I don't I don't know. Like I, I hope it's doing well. Like that's the biggest thing because Netflix is fucking ruthless. Like if it does not hit its metrics, yeah, oh God, they will just yeah. cancel a show. <laughs> so. 
I, I just really, really, really hope that like people God are watching thought. it and it's like getting like more budget, um, and more and just. Warren Ellis is a great comic book writer. Um, he's like one of the best. And the fact that he took this just speaks volumes. Um, it's just got a, it's really funny. It's really dark. It's got a great story. Um, in the, you know, Dracula in the earlier seasons just is awesome. The new characters introduced in three are awesome too. Uh, and let's like, like if you want to just like look at like animation, like combat animation, it's just really hard to think of something that's as good as Castlevania. Motion. Just like the motion, yeah. Like they watching really... Alucard like run and move and transform like in fight, which is like in the second season, just so cool to look I at. I think my favorite my favorite it has to do with um uh Trevor, just like, you know, the weight of his whip and how they yeah. animate it flinging around and how he switches the motion of it by wrapping it around his wrist and then flinging his wrist, you know. It it's so like, detailed. That is so good, yeah. yeah. And like, obviously those that like ten second fight took so many frames of animation. Right. Like you're just like watching him shift his weight, like move his fingers and you're seeing this yeah, whole like yeah. whip like arc around a screen. Um, the sound is really great. Like it does seem like really the whip changes in how long it is from time <laughs> I feel to time, like the, but that's cool because it's badass. It is badass. I feel like the whip just uh, like it has like a lock, right? Like it keeps growing, you know, as like long as <laughs> yeah, the, you exactly. know, like some like hidden like compartment to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it I have to say, gets the, gets the hearts. It's like a whip yeah. with the table longer. leaf in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, other thing is cool. Uh, the the Castlevania sub weapons are shown in all their glory in this season, and the Holy Cross is like a nuclear bomb, and it's fucking awesome <laughs> when when you actually. I see loved it. how the I loved how the axe made a random appearance. Yeah, the axe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's so many great like callbacks to the show or to yeah, the games you, which you I love. See the show if you've seen the show or played the game, it doesn't give a whole lot away, and. Uh, like, for the ones who do play the game, it's a nice little, you know, wink, mm-hmm. nudge, nudge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other nice thing is that in all, like, the big combat seasons, in all three seasons, they all have, like, really great remixes of, like, key songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Castlevania, like, Obra. Castlevania awesome. music it's so good. is always fucking awesome. <laughs> well, if you, like, as it's applied to in this show, it, it gives you, like, chills. Uh, I think, think it's so good. Um yeah, but that's pretty much been my week. Um, but Ben, since you you did not play Neo, what what did you play? <laughs> I played Justify another yourself. fighting game. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you loser! <laughs> I gotta use those pay for this sticks, one, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, I gotta. Ben use was them. just ready to social distance himself years ago. Why don't you play like a first person shooter with your fight stick? You could probably do that. I probably could, but it'd be really <laughs> awful. Yeah, be that guy <laughs> who like sure. gets like first gets a bunch of gold medals in Overwatch with a bunch of like, <laughs> absurd uh, like controls. The people who beat Dark Souls with dance pads. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be one of those. People, My favorite is I... definitely still the guy who played uh, Winston in Overwatch with a bunch of bananas, bananas just wired yeah. to each other. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> I I enjoyed a guy who beat uh, he won a fighting tournament using the guitar hero guitar <laughs> Jesus did uh, really dunk did, on did, people 
So you look like you're shredding, too. <laughs> did Twitch play Dark Souls? That succeeded, right? I don't know if that succeeded, but it did get far. I don't that know was like a real thing, on. wasn't it? Yeah, totally. <laughs> there was also Fish Plays Pokemon. <laughs> How does that work? There's just a fish, and if it went to oh, a yeah. various part of the tank, it would do that emotion. Twitch Plays has beaten Dark Souls. That was back in 2015. Jesus. Wow, get with How? it. How? How does that work? They beat I'm that a, a long Twitch time guy. ago. Jeez. I'm not a Twitch dude. I thought the Twitch Oh, they, they changed it to turn-based. That oh. doesn't count. Yeah, that's yeah, they, they, I don't know how that even works. No, they made it into from real time direction to turn based format, and that's like which action to take for each frame, and that's yeah. how they oh, got Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Still, how many frames does it take you to beat when you're not fighting eighteen thousand other people to decide what to do? It took forty three days. Uh, the defeat of Ornstein and Smo, the game's hardest bosses, took twenty eight days. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I like I, I need more like turn-based uh, RPGs and stuff because I need those hilarious moments oh when they God. name the characters like ah. <laughs> <laughs> <Stuff like that. laughs> I thought you meant like right. for yourself, and I was just like, why? Yeah, <laughs> was there not? No, there's no shortage for like two no, decades. I didn't, I didn't need I didn't need Twitch to help me play these games but i got the <laughs> you don't game. know that grand yeah that's true grand blue fantasy versus arc systems damn, latest dude. fighting game <laughs> do they just make these the names fucking weebiest games i think this is the weebiest fighting game i think i've ever played <laughs> that's saying something that is saying something saying something <laughs> Oh, but wow. did you actually play <laughs> fighters, or is that just kill me? <laughs> I also played fighters, but like I'm always playing fighters. It's like <laughs> Ben at rest. <laughs> ben wakes up <laughs> halfway through fighters <laughs> matches. It's the only way to wake up. Raw three in the morning. So oh, Ben the raw three every morning, if you know. What I mean. <laughs> <laughs> As for the rest of us. What is the difference between Grand Blue Fantasy and Fighters? It's more like Street Fighter. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, single characters? Like, not a hyper fighter? Yeah, 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 exactly. Not a hyper fighter. More grounded, but still pretty anime y. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not so grounded that it's uh, Samurai Showdown, where, like, yeah, one slightly move above will kill that. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Not like that either. Yeah, uh, yeah. You found the good balance, Kevin. <laughs> Look at me. I know fighting games. Look at you go. And that's and then I got then I got the news and then I'm like, shit. I gotta prepare for this. You want to talk about the news, Ben? Why is this concerning you? Well, because I work in the food industry, and they Which just means... shut down all the food industry <laughs> in Ohio. Pretty much everywhere. But they've also, yeah, affected everyone on this podcast. To varying degrees. Yeah, Yeah. to varying degrees. (laughs) Matt and I I are the ones who work in the food industry. (laughs) Sudden, I can't go to restaurants anymore. This is tyranny. Make me a sandwich and mail it, Matt. I'll send you some dollars. I'm desperate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You've heard of Blue Apron. Well, here's Matt Apron. (laughs) 
I'll have a porter put some pizzas on his back and track him across the country. <laughs> <laughs> the Krusty Krab pizza. <laughs> How little we knew about that. So I've been getting my stuff in order, getting my finances in order, filing for unemployment. So that's cool. <laughs> Get paid to play video games. <laughs> Get paid to play video <laughs> games. Government, the, the government is sponsoring this podcast. I do want to just give you another chance. Is all you had to say about Grand Blue Fantasy is that it's a street it's fighter, a fighting game, but anime? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. That's, that's all I'm there's gonna some, say. I'm not gonna plot? hold you down and make you talk about fighting games. There's I just a, want to give you your fair shake. What, what's the plot? You've been playing the plot, right? Uh, the plot is. Uh, this dude, the main character, Grant, okay. <laughs> uh, runs into this girl who's on the run from this evil empire because she's some sort of magic person. Magic girl with the big anime. She can. Titties. She can. Nope. The other. The reverse. Magic girl the with reverse. the small anime titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The small innocent girl that like is the sister figure. The little sister figure to Gran. And oh, she sh- can summon Bahamut. <laughs> Jesus. A, dra- a that dragon took a turn. god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's more uh, it's more of Arc System just doing Arc Systems stuff. This is really just to hold me off until the 20th where I will actually buy a video game and that will be Doom. Doom? Doom. Doom. <laughs> you have to Doom it. I will. So look for look for amazing uh, updates from staying at home and quarantined on the Twitter. <laughs> More of my dope garden. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they come for. Are you talking about your garden? Well, I've doubled it in size since last year. My all God. right, well, what are you planting? I'm planting all the things. I got green peppers. I got red peppers. I got jalapenos. I got serranos. I got yeah, cucumbers. It, isn't, this like a, isn't that like a little early for that? Not for seeds. Okay. You guys get enough sun? Yeah, you should. I mean, <laughs> the last uh, we had like a flur a little flurry of snow, but it only lasted about. Seems like it's eight gonna hours. kill those goddamn seeds, dude. Nah, they'll be fine. They're under the ground. Yeah, they're tough seeds. <laughs> Is that how it works? They're, they're powered in, by they're the molten saved. core of the earth. <laughs> yeah, I buried them too deep. <laughs> <laughs> in a pet cemetery. Monsters. You're gonna get radiation oh, from yeah. the core. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll, they'll be invisible. <laughs> so hopefully it doesn't come to having to protect my crops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Matt, what did you do with this wow. new wow. found <laughs> information? <laughs> Ben's not even <sighs> quarantined yet. <laughs> wow. Well then, um That's all I did. <laughs> So I went to Tennessee. Oh yeah. And I 
hunkered up in a cabin for the weekend. Um, <laughs> didn't do much. <laughs> Too early. Jump the yeah, gun. Yeah, well, <laughs> running to the cabin. It was kind of like we were just kind of like you know when we go back on to reality on Monday, it's all going to be fucking. The wonky. world will be different. <laughs> yeah, so let's just fucking do some. Have some fun now, you know. Do some what? <laughs> do some fun. Let's do some fun, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> do some fun. So we did the fun, and um, what was the fun involved? What did you do for fun? Settlers of Catan. Well, yeah, you settle. <laughs> it was a uh, kind of rainy and cold and gross so as far as outdoor activities we did kind of go on a walk but it was kind of short-lived because it was just kind of like well you know if we keep walking we're just gonna get <laughs> I'm catching every other yeah, Matt, yeah, I know, Matt. <laughs> if we keep walking we're just gonna get more wet so we you know double back went back or whatever and just got children cabin um i we did play with a light bright which is a huge throwback. Okay. Um, he sent us pictures, and I still <laughs> didn't see that sentence going in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> the first video game. I designed a sailboat and a nice little flower, flower painting with, you know, some flowers. It was fun. It was. Is it um, like? Was it like a new age light bright, or was it like? Oh no! It was like straight up had. like 1991 light bright. Like, it's still the pretty sh- new. <laughs> <laughs> the the no no it was the original light bright dude. Did you power it by cranking it? <laughs> no, but you did. If you did, if you you did have to hold it in a specific spot, or like if you didn't put pressure on this one spot, the light wouldn't really connect. What? Yep, I didn't hear that. You had to. Did he go? Have to put. Never mind. It was just. Sometimes the light <laughs> will go out, and you'd have to like push it and make it go back in. Push it, push it real good. But like, um, Dad. I did play some games like beforehand, and um, like today and before the fun. Yeah, <laughs> um, I got wind of this game through like random YouTube. Nintendo Switch algorithm I guess I don't know like I'd never heard of it before <laughs> but I saw a review for it and it popped up on a recommended video so I watched the review and um, the game is called The Tourist and Tourist is spelled with a Y it's kind of weird T-O-R-Y-S-T um, and you play as this little guy wearing a, a cool shirt He's got some sunglasses on and he's got a hip mustache and he's checking out these I'm, hip Matt's islands. Matt's already relating to this guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's like this weird kind of, like you remember these games that came out they were called like 16-bit hero. Yeah. And you were kind of like these blocky kind of pixelated like Yeah, you were eight, well, quote-unquote 8-bit yeah, like super hyper wristed, hyper real, like new eight bit textures. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it was three yeah. D eight bit. Like oh yeah, I get it. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I mean, eight bit uh, hero definitely fits 
what you're like yeah, showing yeah, us exactly. here. Yeah, it's like 3D blocky, but like like 3D block game heroes. Like, yeah. look at the, look but at like the this, thing. they're super refined. Like the graphics are super clear, and like everything. And that, looks this is like exactly like 3D dot game heroes. That's like it. in terms of graphics. 3D, yeah, yeah. Right. That, is that the game not, not, it's not called Eight Bit Hero. It's called 3D dot game hero. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I confused it a little bit, but like, oh, I, yeah. I fucking, I also didn't remember. So <laughs> um, good for you for getting that close. A, I don't think about that game a lot. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Uh, that game is fucking awesome. Like it it's is. the best Zelda game. That's not uh, well, see, like this not game. Okami or Zelda. This game is very much like um, a Zelda game. Toe Jam and Earl. Because like you're this little du- <laughs> and you go you're this dude and you explore these islands and you go around and like there's these um they call them monuments. They're these like kind of like ruined things and when you go in them you do some puzzles and get a little thing that you collect to unlock the final stage or whatever, you know? Um, it, it, so then the, you would say this is also a Zelda-like? Yeah, I would say it's very much so. It's like... Um, is this the same creators? It might be this... No, I don't think so, because these guys made, like, a lot of games for the Game Boy Advance. They made a really cool... I remember what? playing it... Um, like R type shooter for the Game Boy Advance. Um, I think they're wow. Kind of... <laughs> okay, didn't think of that. All right. Okay. But um, fucking R type. All right. This game has got like some pretty cool graphics. Like even though they're really simple and minimalistic. Is it because of the mustache? <laughs> um, all the sound effects that... are really uh, retro. Like when you jump, it's kind of like a whoop. You know, it's just like a. <laughs> Yeah, like there's a lot of uh, retro sound effects. Um, you know, you go around an island, you talk to people, they say things that kind of lead you into um, figuring out. <laughs> My name out... is Error. <laughs> no, like figuring out puzzles and stuff. Like you know, you you have to get to top of this uh, monument, but there's an elevator, and the guy in the elevator is like, "Well, you know, I'm kind of thirsty." So he like won't operate the elevator because he's thirsty, and then you're like, "Well, fuck!" I remember stumbling. <laughs> There's like a smoothie stand over there, so you go over the smoothie stand, lady, and she's like, "Well, I could make you a smoothie, but I'm all out of fruit." And you're like, "Fuck! I gotta go get this bitch some fruit." And you run around the island, and you find some fruit, like there's some strawberries and kiwis and shit, and you pick them up and you take them to her. She gives you the smoothie. You take it to the dude. He's like. Oh yeah, that's a good smoothie. You can go up the elevator now. Like it's shit like that. It's, it's like very... Jay just described a, it's like Jay from Jay and Silent Bob just described a video game to me. <laughs> it's like a very like then you're low like, key, then you're like, like shit. The stakes aren't very high. Like even at the most, like you get bonked on the head. You know what I mean? Like that's the most danger, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> This dude needs a drink. <laughs> Uh, I like it a lot. It's really fun. Um, I'm like almost 50% through. I've played it for a few hours. I think it's at most like if you do literally everything, like every little mini game, um, it's like maybe like six hours at the most. How much was it? 20 bucks. It's fair. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty I fair. I like it a lot. It's a good, good, solid like seven, seven mats, you know. And that's called nice. what again? The Tourist. 
Tourist with a Y. Yeah. T O U R Y. I think it's just available on the Switch. So. How come? Like, how how did you? It like so the algorithm, algorithm. just got. It was just yeah, like yeah, like, like I never looked it up or anything. Like it, it's not like a super like talked about game. Like it wasn't like super hyped, but like it just was like on my recommended tab watching YouTube, and I was like. Because, like, the title of the video I watched was, like, the the best unknown game of this year or whatever. And I think the <laughs> game came out in 2019. Yeah, so, it did. Whoa. So, like, it super flew under the radar in that sense. Like, um, Holy uh, shit. This company has released a lot of games, actually. <laughs> yeah. Are any of them good? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I remember a lot of them from back in the day. Miss Spider, Sunny Patch, Friends, Harvest Time, Hop and Fly. What the Damn, fuck? That's a title. Garfield's <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> Garfield's Nightmare. Uh, I mean, like, I, cool I take mad as... Oh, they did Fast RMX, yeah. That was the, like, stand-in for... Um, uh, like, F-Zero for when the Switch came out. It's kind of like one of those oh, futuristic yeah, it racers. Yeah, was very much an F Zero clone. Yeah, and I like I had a, heard a lot of good stuff about that when it came out, where it was just like, hey, if you want F Zero, don't want to wait forty years for Netflix and for Nintendo to remember they have it. Check <laughs> yeah, right. out Fast RMX. <laughs> I don't think they've released. Don't worry, you'll be waiting a lot longer. Right, because <laughs> that's never ever ever coming out. Um, a game that's kind of like the exact polar opposite that I've been playing that I mentioned last is Doom. Been playing through Doom. Uh, Doom is really fun. Doom 2016? Yeah. Um, I kind of finally kind of pinpointed how I feel about Doom, and I get, like, some heavy, like, Turok vibes and some heavy, like, Dead Space vibes. Like, it's almost like Turok and Dead Space sort of, like, combined. <laughs> I'm so hard to. So, to, I've been having a lot of fun with with that. Like it's just so hard, man. Been it happens. <laughs> been, I've been upgrading my pistol. I don't know if if anybody's done that. Really, I really like the pistol <laughs> for taking out. Wow, just like you do, you man. <laughs> Yeah. Ha. <laughs> Give me that shotgun all day, but okay. All the little guys, man. Like, there's so many little pieces or like of the, shit. Or like the heavy machine gun with the rocket launcher attachment. Like mini, The mini missiles? I, yeah. I do the mini. So cool. I have the mini missiles. I do those all the time. But um, but the pistol, you ride or die. <laughs> yeah, I've been... It's like playing Halo 1. Yeah, the pistol's pretty sweet, man. You get that charge shot, you, you know... <laughs> Man, I just feel like the the game is very fast. <laughs> I just feel like the I could have like put seven bullets into some guy's head after a full charge shot. Yeah. <laughs> well, the little guys who just jump around and throw fireballs at you, you if you have like one good charge shot, kills them. Okay, but you can also get a gun that fires <laughs> mini rockets. And yeah. yeah, and I save those for ammo. the big dudes who like fuck me up real hard. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, I like Doom. It's fun. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get the next one because I 
you know, pretty much went from full time to part time due to Corona. Yeah. yeah, saving our money. So like my money is pretty much just gonna be for essentials, which you know, kind of sucks. Gonna postpone my like computer problems even longer. Yeah, also that. But yeah, I might see what I can do, and maybe I'll get Animal Crossing and or Doom. I don't know, one or the other. I feel like I'm going to need something to suck up a lot of time, because I'm going to have it. Um, I've been watching, sort of re-watching, um, something that does take a lot of time and it feels like it takes up more time than it actually is taking up. Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's called Twin Peaks. Oh shit, really Matt? Ju- wow. Just the intro alone feels like an entire day. <laughs> you fall asleep after just the intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I love Twin Peaks because it's kind of like this what if era if <laughs> Matt, you're like 30 years too, like, yeah, to, like, missing out on the. <laughs> what if like missing out on the hype? Jazz and beboppers never went out of style, you know. Matt, try to find <laughs> Matt. Try to find the old. It is like it's, Twin Peaks message boards because it's like 1980 whatever, and people are still talking like it's 1950s, and I love it. It's so hilarious. <laughs> And then there's always this weird, like, jazz going on in the background. Yeah. It's just like, oh my Lots gosh. Lots of pie and coffee. I forgot all about this show and how, like, it... Uh, I don't know how you, anyone could forget about Twin Peaks, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, David Lynch is a crazy man. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Uh, gonna keep rewatching that gonna finish out the season and maybe watch the new I haven't seen the new stuff so watch the movie yeah I guess it's a movie I don't know the Scarlet Room or whatever it's called whatever the the new season is the one where Dennis Hopper is just like fuck me mommy fuck me (laughs) maybe it's impossible to know if you're kidding or not no that's definitely in there I'm gonna fucking link you that video (laughs) oh yeah that's pretty much my week. Um, I think we just have old Kev Dog it's here. Blue Velvet is what you were thinking of. Oh yeah, that was close. <laughs> Kevin can it take us out. It was a color or something. Um, baby yeah, wants baby. to fuck. I'm sure he's got a lot of t- exciting things he's been doing with his quarantine time. Dennis Hopper's dead. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Kevin. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um actually I fucking don't because I still uh I have not specifically been quarantined. I did not go into work today because I had a fever over the weekend, but it was unrelated to coronavirus. Uh-huh. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh but my boss keeps saying despite that. being into his sixties has not <laughs> told people to stop coming into work. Um, Have you thought that he wants to die? <laughs> it's I'm entirely taking possible. all you down with me. <laughs> uh, but so this week ended up being one of those where I'm not convinced I didn't black out. I fucking like woke up and I'm just like, how is it Monday already? And I've done nothing. 
Um, Welcome. Soon, like, to, be uh, the, soon decent, to be the future of us all. Yeah. Uh, a decent amount of it was like just continuing to play through Half-Life and Black Mesa, um, which like Black Mesa still continues to be um, better than the original Half-Life in basically every way. Um, nice. The what? That's a nice. Yeah. <laughs> Glad we stopped for that. Had to go back. Yeah. Confirm it. <laughs> um, I will say it is weird uh, because I, when I went to go start this, I was describing Half-Life to Kara and she was just like, holy shit, is this like a horror game? Like, how are you playing through this? Like, how is this one of your favorite game series? I'm like, no, it's not a horror game. Like, there are some horror it's aspects, totally horror game, but it's man. not a horror game. Fucking Black Mesa is a horror game. Mm-hmm. Like, all of the lighting is just darker. All of the monsters are just grosser. Because, like, I think they even edited the Half-Life 2, like, headcrab zombie models and gave, gave them all, like, the horrible, like, hanging <laughs> open jaw undulating um, body. Yeah, like, you can fucking hear them all from, like, way farther away, so there's just, like, any level with a zombie in it, you're just constantly hearing, like, shumbling, shambling, moaning noises. Uh, fucking, it doesn't have just, like, totally uniform lighting like games in 1998 did, so it's all, like, dark and moody. Um, so, like, fucking, I could totally see somebody considering Black Mesa like a horror game. Uh, Because it doesn't quite... None of it's quite reached the level of, like, Ravenholm. Um, But, like, it's all just kind of just under where Ravenholm is, like, start to finish so far. Um, Which is good. Because I love Ravenholm in Half-Life 2 as a standalone chapter (laughs) that you play through and beat in like an hour uh but like fucking if the entire game was ravenholm it would be probably too much for me (laughs) 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 i am a coward um and uh one criticism i have is that uh uh black mesa the remake introduces some uh physics puzzles that didn't exist in Half-Life 1 because there was no real physics system. And they're kind of interesting, but they're so interspersed and they're not built up to that, like, they had me stuck for, like, a while. Uh, Like, I think people going back and playing Half-Life 2 would probably also run into this. Where, like, if you tried to play Half-Life 2 for the very first time without having watched like months of videos of valve bragging about stacking bricks on a lever in order to create a ramp. <laughs> like you wouldn't know to try this stuff. Um, Cause there's like one point where you're in just like a giant pool and what you have to do is find floating barrels around this, Uh, like underwater map essentially and stick them under a single platform so that platform rises enough to support your weight and you can run across it it, it's sort of like them just kind of like trying to blend things that happen in half-life 2 into trying to make it more like glover yeah like seamless (laughs) 
<laughs> but like it came out of nowhere in Black Mesa. Uh, and so like it took me forever to figure out that that was what I was supposed to do. Cause like it just never, nothing like that ever came up before. Um, and like that might have been because of the way I'm playing it. Like maybe if I hadn't just played the Half Life level without that puzzle in it, I wouldn't have struggled so far, so long as I did. Uh, but it's hard for me to say. Um, but that's because like there's also a couple things where you have to like pick up the plugs off the ground and plug them into stuff on the wall, uh, which didn't exist in the first Half Life. Um, and so, like, that stuff's been throwing me off going back and forth. It might not throw you off if you're just playing Black Mesa by itself. But I think, like, people going in blind would struggle with this. Um, otherwise, yeah, it continues to be better in every single way. Uh, they included... Uh, They've introduced a couple, like, cinematic moments, almost. Uh, stuff that you yeah, like stuff that you would see in uh, Half-Life 2 where, uh, you know, stuff would just be happening and you could just fucking look away and miss it. But, like, it's cool to see happening. Uh, like the G-Man dabbing 10 yeah. years before it was cool. <laughs> uh, so, like, there's one point where uh, you have to save these scientists from a, like, room they've trapped themselves in and lead <laughs> at least one of them... <laughs> <laughs> you're given four one of them has to survive <laughs> to the eye station to those let are you some through good odds <laughs> <laughs> and so I one of you will live <laughs> I, three of you will die horribly you think it was like a bet like I bet I can lock us all in here and we won't be able to get out <laughs> I'll take that bet. <laughs> I'll so stay in, in the longest. <laughs> in Half Life, I knew where I needed to take them, so I I had I didn't have any of them follow me. I ran the entire length from where they were to where they needed to be, making sure I killed every single enemy and everything I could. Then I ran back to the scientists. I had them all follow me, and then I ran to where they needed to be. And even with that, with no obstacles or hindrances, only one of them made it. <laughs> wow. Three of them just disappeared in the hallways at some point. <laughs> uh, in Black Mesa, when you do that, they don't even bother. Like, the four of them just team up with the security guard you led there. And they're like, hey, come this way to this door. And then they're like, we'll open this door for you. And you need to clear out that room and then we'll come in and, like, open the door for you. And so, like, they all, like, set you up where it's just like, all right, it's going to be some real shit. And then they open the door and then, like, the army starts bursting in through the fucking uh, windows and the ceiling, all the skylights and everything. Um, God, I will say, like, Black Mesa is also harder. Like, not way the fuck harder but like enemies are significantly better at aiming uh i am frequently coming out of fights with way less like health and ammo than i am in the original half-life um but none of it has been like frustrating for the most part uh so that's i think they've done an incredible job of uh really like threading that needle <laughs> 
which again, while it's by no means a survival survival horror, it gives you a little bit more of that because like there are tons of fights I go into where I'm like, all right, I have two shotgun shells, three bullets in my MP5, and like a grenade. <laughs> Let's see how many people I have to beat to death with a crowbar. Let's do this. How much did you play Resident Evil 4, Kevin? Um, I beat the Napoleon guy in his plant form. <laughs> but, like, I don't understand how you get that far in that game and then you don't, you can't play any other, like, scary game. So, like, you know? Resident Evil 4 is... I didn't stop playing Resident Evil 4 because I was too scared. I just... That was one of those games I just got distracted and, like... <laughs> You know, some new game came out, and I started playing that and just didn't go back to RE4. Like, uh, from what I remember of RE4, that was, like, a good level where, like, it was scary, but it wasn't undoable for me. It was... It had that B... B sense to it, where everything... I guess, but, like... B movie sense. But, like, if you can play that, like, RE2 isn't any different. Isn't that fair, Ben? I think would say no because RE2 is like I think it's it's definitely got a more tense, scary, anxious kind of feeling. You're fucking being chased by the goddamn <laughs> <laughs> the fucking tyrant the whole time. Yeah, but then I just think of XCOM give it to you and I start laughing. You well, know? I, I mean, meanwhile Kevin pees his pants. It's you know different <laughs> for all of us. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say, based on the, like, half-hour demo I tried of RE2, like, uh, it definitely seemed scarier to me than I remember RE4 being. Um, but, like, I might grab RE2 on some sale at some point and give it a try. Nice. Um, and, like, I I think I could handle all, RE4, 5, and 6, all the ones that use that kind of upgraded system they changed to. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, man! I don't know. Shit. When did when does that come out? When does RE three come out? April third. Okay. Yeah. So it's fucking right in there. The next couple weeks. Mm. Best time to Hopefully be. Hopefully, have some money. Things yeah. be better. <laughs> Please let um, me do work for game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, outside of video games, uh, I checked out a couple new shows. That are going on. The first one is called Duncanville. Uh, Fuck. Oh, you check that out? Yeah, it's just a new uh, Fox animated show, I assume, on Sunday nights and that kind of... Animation uh, domination. Yeah. That one slot that they've been struggling to fill for 25 years. Yeah. Uh, It's Amy Poehler's new show. Uh, Okay, we know it's bad now. (laughs) Why? Do you not like Parks and Rec? Mm, no, I just don't think anything in that time slot can be good. <laughs> Fair. Like, because it of is, the time slot. Because, like, I, I do enjoy it, but it's not, like, destroying Here comes the my butt. mind funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. like, it it has that kind of feeling of a lot of those shows that got one season to fill that slot and then mm-hmm. just yeah. never showed up again. Andy um, Richter that, controls the universe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they've been struggling for decades. <laughs> like, this is not... And, like, it's one of those things where it's just, like... But when I look back at, like, a lot of shows I really enjoy, like, 
the first seasons are almost never the strongest. And so, like, at some point, they yeah, well, just... fuck you, dude. That's why you're not a network executive. <laughs> you don't know. Um, so it's fine. It'll probably get one season, and like so far, as much as I, even though like I enjoy one the show, be I'm canceled. Yeah, I'm not going to be like super <laughs> sad. It's not going to be like Firefly. Where I'm not going to be like, ah, it was cheated. I'm going to watch these 13 episodes 84 times. Um. A very good show I started watching, even though there's only three episodes so far, is Dave on FX, uh, which is uh, Lil Dicky's TV show. Oh, yeah. I want to check that out. Wow. And so... You like getting that dick? Harmful. Harmful name. (laughs) Um, And so Dave is roughly autobiographical. Like, he just is himself. He's Dave, and he's Little Dicky, and it's about him trying to become a rapper. Um, uh-huh. And it's him not quite as successful as he currently actually is. Because, <laughs> uh, like, they've established and mentioned that, like, he's, like, a YouTube rapper. He's gotten, like, a ton of views on the, some of his videos. They've referenced, like, a fair amount of his actual songs. But in the show, Whoa. he doesn't have a TV show. He's never uh, rapped with Snoop Dogg or Chris Brown. <laughs> uh, so it's about That's him. not a brag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so it's about him trying to get into the rap game and get like bigger rappers on his uh, on his songs, as well as just fucking shit he goes through in his life, fights with his girlfriend and that kind of stuff. Um, but, like, it's unsurprisingly for Lil Dicky, it's incredibly well-written. Um, it is a very, like, fast-paced. Like, everybody is constantly... It is Gilmore Girls-esque. <laughs> oh, man. That's not a great comparison, I have to say. Uh, but it's just like, you know, like, it's just, you have to be able to fucking pay attention to that. Cause like every other line is a joke and like, they just keep fucking throwing them at you and they're fucking solid. Um, I, I really like the show. I really like all of the characters they've introduced so far. Um, it's, uh, been, yeah, <laughs> uh, like Dave as himself uh is good he's funny he's not like some weird caricature uh <laughs> that uh is annoying give to it watch. time <laughs> <laughs> um but so yeah i i'm excited for the rest of that season like i said there's only been three episodes but so far nine out of ten kevin's nice. um, is this also on fox it's on fx so Almost. Yes. The more mm-hmm. it's Fox where you can say fuck. So just fuck? Yeah. Are we on FX? <laughs> we could be. Rouge one. We tried FX harder. this fall. This is how we announce that we have our TV show coming out. About time. Due to popular demand, it's been canceled. <laughs> Thank you.
episode.